0: You know, uh, when I, oh, there's a cookie up here on the floor. <laughs> this is truly a floor cookie at this point. It's kind of smushed, um, and broken up. So, you know, when I, uh, when I got started with the dreamers podcast, uh, it wasn't for me to necessarily inspire other people, but for me to learn what I wanted to do with my life, cause I didn't know what I wanted to do, uh, for the most part. So, uh, it, so it, you know it, it's it's incredible that the show has inspired other people but it's really inspired me to push harder and do more things and 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 be more bold and do things that uh I didn't think I would necessarily try to do. So um so I'm very grateful for I mean not even just for for y'all to be here but for everybody who who listened and believed and understood like there was more to it uh <laughs> Than than me trying to just inspire other people to do things. Cause it really wasn't that's not how it started. It started with me trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And interviewing people that uh had like these awesome stories that they of things that they do. And and it's really inspired me to to take it, you know, three years later to a whole nother level. And um one of the people that really has inspired me, um, and apparently I've inspired her over the years. Uh, is uh Lori Foster? So give it up for Lori. Come on, come on up, Lori. There you go. Thank you. Um, so Lori, uh. I don't remember I think I remember, I met you because of the Human Project. Uh I saw that you had a GoFundMe for a, a new wheelchair and and I was like, "Oh, you know, I should reach out to this person cuz we should utilize the the power of the Dreamers podcast to to raise money for a really good cause, right?" And um but I didn't want to just, like, do it in a way where it's like, oh, the, you know, like, we do it for, for Give Kids the World once a year, and it's awesome, and, and you should totally do it. And it's not – I'm pointing to a screen that's off. Uh, but the uh, – so, so, yeah, go to superjoeparter.com slash donate. And um, – <laughs> but but I wanted to, to – and I, and I did a couple of them, uh, episodes where we raised money for people who really needed it at, at the time in which they needed it. Um, unfortunately, I think we've only done it – two or three times, uh, over the course of three years. So not enough times I need to do a better job at it. Uh, cause I'd like to continue doing it. And, and Lori was the first one that I ever reached out and, and did it for. Um, and I think, and I just to go to show you not the, the, the power of what Joe has built, but, um, the message is more important, right? So what happened was, was Uh, I think we raised maybe a a couple hundred dollars or something because of the show and, and the network towards the wheelchair that she, she desperately needed. Um, but her church found out about the show and raised, was it like $1,800? They raised $1,800 at her church because they found out about the podcast and were able to listen to the story and the power that that brought to all of it. Right. And, and it it floored me because I'm like, this, I, this is not what I was expect. You know, I was hopeful that we could raise a few hundred dollars and and you know maybe more, but you never know. It just depends on how big your your reach is. But but sometimes it's you know it's not about quantity; it's quality. And um, so, Lori, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up because uh, I've been obviously I've been speaking too long. But um, I I want you to um, briefly tell your story um and then we can get into the follow-up because it's been like two well we did a follow-up two years ago uh at the first anniversary of the show and it's been two years since then so i i we can we can pick it up from there uh
1: so tell us up to that point uh briefly okay. and, and i'm not even sure you know it all but um so when we met i had been um in a wheelchair I'd, had an accident. I fractured my spine in a few places and I was in a very one of the real basic hospital wheelchairs. And um it was very difficult. And for a while there my son was living with me. He was my caretaker and I had a service dog and I had aides that helped me. But when my son got married and moved away I was trying to fend for myself, which was great, except I found myself stuck many places. And the worst one was I tried taking the metro train and my chair got halfway up on the lip of the train and the back wheels didn't and the doors shut and the train started to go and it scared the daylights out of me. And I went back to my home and I didn't leave. I didn't have the courage at the time to trust that my chair and my strength would get me back home from wherever I was going. So I just started isolating myself, which led me to listening to podcasters and getting on the computer, things I could do at home, volunteering with the Human Project, which is where we met. Um, but when you yeah, when we first, when you first reached out to me about helping me to raise money for the chair, you didn't realize that I had been isolating myself in my home for so long. And I was hiding that from so many people, from my family, from friends. I had left my church because I didn't want to get out to go to church. And you have inspired me to make that jump and to get back into life. And when we did that podcast, you thought, we both thought it was to help raise money for the chair. I wanted this new chair. I thought if I got a chair that was made for my specifics, what my body and what I needed it for, I could get out and I could be safe. But it was going to cost close to $5,000. So for over a year, I had picked it out, I knew the company I was getting it from, I kept talking about this chair, and my son finally made a GoFundMe account, which I didn't know about at first, to try and raise the money, because he knew I'd never do it myself. That got your attention, you did the podcast, which, as far as the wheelchair goes, then we all shared the podcast. My church heard about it. They ended up purchasing the chair mainly for me after that. But what was more important, your last question in that podcast was, being that it was a dreamer's podcast, he asked me what my dreams were growing up and if I had accomplished them. And I was in such a depression It was such a dark time in my life. I couldn't think of any memories of any dreams I'd ever had, even as a kid. And I didn't want to dream because I I didn't think they would come true. So why put myself out there? But that question and not being able to answer it on the podcast haunted me for months. And you and I started talking And I started, you know, listening more to your podcasts and everything. And I got to the point where I wanted to dream. I was so just taken back by the thought that I hadn't had dreams or I couldn't remember one. And as we started talking, and we are doing a bunch of Skypes, so I see your office and things, and I saw the medals on the memorial wall, and I saw something with the Give Kids the World, um, uh, the logo was on something, maybe a certificate or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was a huge part of my life, because I had a daughter that went through the Make a Wish Foundation, and we stayed at Give Kids the World, and I thought... The only people that would know about that would be if you lived in Florida or if you had a child that was sent there, how in the world do you know about this charity? It just got us connecting and talking, and you told me about all your races, and I thought that's my dream. I want to be able to do a race, and it would be in my chair, and I would probably start with a 1K or something. I was so out of shape. Back then, I was about close to 100 pounds, 90 some pounds heavier than I am now. And at your one year reunion, I made the announcement that I was going to do my first race. And you have inspired me. I did the Spartan race not too long after that.
0: I mean, that's a, a a testament to you don't know what you're going to accomplish uh, when you set out to do something because you don't necessarily know what you're doing when you do it. Uh, but you might have the skill set where you, you bring the skill set to the table um, that you do have. And uh, I I mean, I'm so thankful that I've gotten to meet you and, and your story, that and I'm glad that I was able to inspire you. But, but the thing is, is it's not just me that inspired you. It's like a lot of these people in this room... How inspired you the 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 guests? I mean, my show is about the guests. It's not really about me. And I mean, even this conference isn't really about me. I'm not. I mean, I'm up here, but I'm not one of the speakers here. You know, I I just like bringing people together and and inspiring people through other people through other stories and and all that. And um, so I'm so glad that you found it and that you found me and and the, the these people you know these people that are here. Um. And uh, so, since since then, you've um, you've done uh, a couple of races. Actually,
1: that, that was the one. That race, was the first and one. The next one will be this September. Oh, I
0: okay. Spartan. So, oh, so I okay. So, so I thought you had done at least two, because I thought you had one, like sort of Fire. with the chair, and then one where you. And I have the picture. No, but it's all, the, it's like the
1: one, the picture you're talking about with me climbing the wall yes. without the chair. That was a Spartan race. And we went with me in the chair with John and a number of other people, thinking most of it would be in the chair. We'd never done a race before. None of us had, so we didn't know what we were getting into. (laughs) (laughs) And figured they would help me out of the chair for the times that we couldn't use the chair. Come to find out we couldn't use the chair at all. Really? (laughs) So somebody carried it, folded it up, carried it the five miles. And two other people held me literally arm in arm the whole five miles And when we got to that wall that I climbed, we, let me, let me get, so, so talk talk about from the time in which you met John. John. (laughs) I found John, um, on Facebook originally, originally my doctors had said my legs, my muscles were wasting because I wasn't using them. And I needed to do something, and I started looking for a personal trainer that would come to my house because I wasn't leaving my house, and it didn't work out. I interviewed three people, and for different reasons, it didn't work out. And so I kind of gave up, thinking it's not for me. Personal training is not going to be the answer. And I just got used to the this is how my legs are going to be. And then a few months later, my son calls and says, Where he and his wife are starting to talk about having their first child and they want to know how involved the parents were going to be able to be. (laughs) I realized I've been begging for a grandchild for years and I'll be able to sit in my chair and be handed one, handed a child. And I can't get on the floor. I can't bend over a crib. And so I thought, I've got to, I've got to try one more time. And I found John's ad on Facebook. I clicked it and just the way our paths crossed, it's just a whole nother story, um, but we did connect, and I sat down for an uh, intake with him, and he has everyone write out three goals about your what you want, and I could come up with two, and he says, why wouldn't you want one of your goals to be to get out of that chair? And I said, because I want to be realistic, something that I can do. And the doctors say, that's not going to happen. So he takes the paper from me and he just writes it out for himself. Get out of the chair. And asked me if he promised to get, if he got me out of the chair and back in the chair, if I would try some things on the floor. I did. My body didn't move off the floor. I tried lifting my legs, I tried bridging, I tried all these things. Nothing moved. But he convinced me that even though my body wasn't moving, my muscles were contracting and they were I my body would one day move. I signed up that day for 3 months, paid in full in advance and said, Get my legs straight, strengthened. That's all I cared about. I didn't care that I was in the wheelchair. I was used to the chair. That was my life. And that was okay. Just get my legs straight. I'm strong. And within five months, he had me out of my chair, walking, doing a Spartan race with me. And that race changed my life. That race showed me that I could do so much more than I ever, ever gave myself credit for. You had told me over and over again, it was all mindset, that I just had to change the way I thought about what I could and couldn't do, or stop thinking about what I couldn't do, but I didn't believe any of it, and going through that race even though i was held up the whole whole time i look back at that and every every challenge you have given me since then and my first thought is no i can't do that i think i did that spartan race i can do anything and a year and a half later i am walking i don't even want to go home because there's so much life to live life is good Life is great, and I don't know what I was doing stuck in that house. I have overcome so many fears. Isolating myself like I did, I just was so, everything was inward, and I became afraid of every aspect of life. Stepping out and having to come to the gym And even though we started one-on-one because I refused to work out with other people because I couldn't even make eye contact, much less make a sentence to other people. You found all these ways to get me out of that gym and into life again. Yeah, it's all mindset, I know, I know. I just had to do it. I just had to do it. And... Joe, I was telling you earlier about that that cookie game. Okay, yeah, so our yeah. first, that first event, that first, your first year, I refused to do any of the games because of the fear of what I would look like, the fear of looking silly or failing and all of these negative things I had going on in my mind. And I sat there and watched you all play the games and I cheered you on and I'm thinking, I wish I had that courage because that looks like they're having fun. And I'm sitting over here cheering them on because I'm afraid of what I'm going to look like. Two years later, I don't care what I look like. I want to have fun. <laughs> so, All the what you said about the different people, your different guests, and it goes with all podcasters, really. You just become so, you can become so connected to so many different people. And I've met a number of people who have been just such a huge part of my journey. Um, And it's all because of listening to one or two podcasts here and there. And you guys have all connected me. And I know last night we were talking and I was saying that Two or three of the main, my main friends who have gotten me through, got me through this journey. I needed you all when you came into my life at that moment. I needed it in the order that it happened. You came into my life when I needed to learn to dream and to learn it's okay to have fun, and then I needed you after that to get me strong again and get me walking. And I'm,
0: (laughs) I'm not the workout guy. I mean, I work out, but no, 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 I'm not a workout guy. Not have, like John.
1: <laughs> but I have met so many podcasters and people, other guests of the different podcasts who I've connected with and I'm still friends with and we still connect and do things and, and talk. And so, yeah, podcasting is really powerful. You thought you were raising money for a wheelchair. It's so much more than that. I, I, hey
0: you know you never know what you're what you're doing and uh, when you're doing it and it's uh you know hindsight's 2020 20, so um so i'm so so grateful for you and and for for you to be here and, and grateful for john for helping t- take her to the next level that i mean th- i don't know if you anybody knows oh. that this picture came up but this picture hat like this happened <laughs> like this is the thing that happened so um yeah, I am, I, I, I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much, Mark.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Dreamers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dreamers Podcast. Join us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to J at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.